0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. Today I'm going to hop right into the topic of conversation today and that is about challenges. I see a lot of people hosting you know six-week challenges, 90-day challenges and you know even like four-week challenges and so I wanted to bring up a couple points about those because i know sometimes those challenges come with meal plans and workouts or calories and i think they can be a really great way to kind of kickstart a lifestyle or for you to get back into something with support with encouragement and i think well a lot of us do really well with you know set goals or set challenges where I mean, I'm personally someone who loves to put a little X on the calendar when I've accomplished something. I love, you know, saying, hey, I got my workout done, one out of my five workouts this week, accomplished, feeling great, and acknowledging that. But I also think that depending on where and who is leading the challenge, sometimes the individual or company or gym can have other intentions. And it's not that that comes from a place of malice where they're trying to do harm. But I've heard, you know, I want to say horror stories, to be perfectly honest, from people who have done certain challenges and said, hey, you know what, you're expected to work out six times a week, you're supposed to, you know, add cardio to this, and you're supposed to stick with, say, 1200 calories, avoid carbs, keep everything low fat. And do people get results? Absolutely. But Anyone who is overtraining and under eating is going to get results. But the problem with these kinds of challenges is that, well, I think they only really propel those kinds of thoughts we have about exercise and diet that are not so positive. Because a lot of us feel like we always need to be doing more. We need to work out more. We need to pay more attention to our food and possibly eat less. And while I do understand that exercise and nutrition are key, I get it. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a certified nutrition coach. And I 100% agree that both of those are so important for our overall health, our physical well-being, and you know, it makes us feel good. But at the same time, if you are trying to establish lifestyle changes, if you are trying to get results that you can actually keep up long term, then being mindful of the kind of challenges you enter are important. Anyone who is asking you to crash diet, to slash your calories, to double or triple the amount of exercise you're used to doing isn't likely having your best interest in mind. And I think this happens with a lot of challenges. Even with just one on one personal training, I see trainers who in their mind say, Okay, great, you're five foot five, you should be weighing 125 pounds, period. That's how much you should weigh. And let's work really hard to get you to 125 pounds. They don't take into consideration your genetics, they don't take into consideration your diet history, your relationship with food, how your body feels, what's a a weight that it naturally sits at, how much muscle do you have, how much fat do you have. And there are so many considerations to really have in your mind when setting, you know, these goal weights, which I'm personally not a huge fan of. But I'm going to say this again, because, you know, we always have new listeners, but when I started my health and fitness journey, I was 142 pounds. I'm five foot eight, 142 pounds. And my goal was to get down to 130, maybe 135. I currently weigh close to 150 pounds. That is eight pounds more than when I started. But I am stronger. I am leaner. I have less body fat. I have more muscle. I can eat more. I can do less cardio, and I've changed my body composition, so I actually wear pants that are two sizes smaller. But if I would had someone say, hey, Nikki, you need to get down to 135 pounds, 140 pounds, and that's just a fact. That's what you need to get to in order to be successful. Well, then that would have really been detrimental to me, because as someone who has mentally struggled with seeing certain numbers on the scale and seeing my weight fluctuate, whether it was due to gaining muscle or, you know, healthy things happening to my body, that was really tough. And so when you choose challenges to join, when you choose a personal trainer, it is so important that they care about your well-being. They care about your mental health and your physical health. Because while I know a personal trainer is there to, you know, give you a good sweat, work you out hard, teach you new things, it's also really important that their whole goal isn't just to make you feel sore. That their goal is to make you feel accomplished, to help you be more active, to help you get healthy, to stay fit, not to work you so hard you end up injured. And so it's really important that you choose people and you choose programs That align with your goals. That might mean not doing a challenge, or that might mean finding a new challenge. And the reality is there are lots of different kinds of individuals out there, trainers, different people with different experience, and there are some people who are transformation coaches. Their goal is to help you get really lean in a relatively short amount of time, and they thrive. Their business thrives on transformation pictures. You know, so and so lost 15 pounds in four weeks and did this and ate that. Great. There are some people who will do really well with that and will have great takeaways in order to, you know, find a more sustainable approach long term. But depending on your diet history, depending on your relationship with food, some of these challenges can be far more detrimental than beneficial. I had a friend who was doing a challenge at her gym and she was told she had to cut out all carbs. All carbs. So she had to work out six days a week, one hour doing high intensity training. In this case, it happened to be CrossFit. This is not a dig at CrossFit at all. I'm just saying in this case, in this story, she was doing a CrossFit program. So high intensity, lifting, pretty darn heavy weights, and told not to eat any carbs, told to avoid all the fruits and vegetables that had carbs, which is basically all of them, and was also told to cut her calories down to 1,200 while working out an hour a day. And she is a little bit shorter than me. But yeah, even if you're five, twelve hundred 1200 calories a day, working out an hour a day, and being active is not healthful. It's not something that's going to make you feel good, make you feel like you're thriving. If anything, you're going to be lethargic, burnt out, more prone to injury, really struggling with recovery from your workouts from that training, because you're simply not eating enough. And so this is where I would say, If you're going to join a program, ask questions. How does this work? What's what's the plan? Is this catered to me? Is everyone getting the same meal plan? Is everyone getting the same calories? Or what are you doing to make sure that this is customized to me? How are you going to ensure I'm going to be successful? So please, please, please do your homework. Don't just jump into something. Like I said, I have no problem with the challenge. I do a 90 day challenge for my Just Get Fit fam. It's really just to encourage people to move their body for 90 days. And it's not 90 days consistently in terms of no rest days. It's figuring out what you can do for 90 days. That might mean doing the program three days a week. It might mean doing six workouts a week. It's really up to you. It's up to your schedule. And I think when it comes to finding a program or challenge that's right for you, it's key that it is challenging, but not daunting. Because I don't know about you, but when I do anything that is too scary, or too much, I have a tendency to call it quits. I feel, well, I feel like a failure when I'm consistently not able to achieve things. And I don't think there's anything wrong with challenging ourselves. In fact, I think that's crucial. But challenging yourself to get a 30-minute workout in, you know, four days a week, if you're used to doing two days a week or three days a week, that's a challenge. But going from two days a week to training six days a week for an hour, well, I'm not sure that's setting yourself up for success. So build on what you're currently doing. And if that means you're not doing anything now, then ease into a program, which might mean doing three days a week and building on that. And after the first four weeks, maybe that three days turns into four days. And after your second four weeks, after you've accomplished eight weeks of doing that, maybe you start working out five days a week. But you don't need to go from zero to 100 to be successful. It's not always about doing more. Sometimes it's about starting and continuing. Every week you show up, every week you're aiming to do your best. And I had a client who I just had a call with, amazing, amazing girl. And we were talking about plateaus, weight loss plateaus. And she said, well, what happens with my weight loss plateaus? You know, I'm thinking maybe I need to increase my workouts from half an hour, but I just... I don't have time to do that. I don't think I have time to get an hour in. And I said, then don't do an hour. You're aiming to do three workouts a week. I think she's doing, what was that? I want to say three to four walks a week. And everything else is considered a bonus depending on her schedule. So if she can get her three workouts in a week and has time for a fourth one, she has a fourth workout programmed in and available for her. But it's not mandatory. Saying I'm going to do three, anything else is a bonus. There's nothing wrong with that. Setting realistic goals is just smart. If you constantly feel like you're falling short and failing at your goals, you're not going to actually want to set goals. You're not actually going to work towards anything because you constantly feel like you're failing. And I say this from personal experience. I say this as someone who would set five goals a week, six goals a week, and then halfway through, I go, Ugh, forget it, I'll start again next week because clearly, you know, I messed up on this one. I, I did that one half fast, and there's no chance that I'm even gonna get close to accomplishing this one. And so I would give up and restart as opposed to if I'd only set two goals and focused on getting those two goals done every day or however many times it was that week. Small goals will get you to where you want to be because if you can consistently do them and strive for them, you are still going to come out further ahead. And I know there's a quote I'm probably going to uh, jumble it all up. But it's the, the whole idea is if you're tired of starting over, stop giving up. And, and I, I really do believe that. If you're always thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to start this new thing again. And I'm going to have to begin again because I gave up and I failed. Well, what if you stopped giving up? What if instead of saying, well, you know what? I can't do five, five workouts this week. I give up. I'm just not going to work out. That's when it's time to ask, what can you do? Could you do four? Could you do three? Could you only fit in one? If you can only fit in one, then get that workout in, crush it, and move on. Remember, it's a choice. I am choosing to do A, B, and C because that's more important, and I will only do that one workout. Or I am choosing to get up earlier and not watch Netflix this evening So I can get in my workout. The choice is yours. We are often so, you know, oh, that's my circumstance. I can't do anything about that. But we can. More often than not, we can. But remember the words, I choose. I choose to take a rest day. I choose to eat this freaking delicious pizza. It's a choice. No one is forcing you to do these things. Take ownership and choose What's going to make you feel your best? What's going to help you get closer to your goals? Even if that goal seems really small, even if, you know, your best friend is doing twice as much, who cares? What can you do? It's not a competition. Doesn't, I don't care if your best friend is doing twice as much as you, or three times as much as you. If you look at that and say, "Well, I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm not even going to start. The only one who suffers, I guess, in a way is you that doesn't impact your best friend. It impacts you. So set yourself up for success by choosing programs, trainers, challenges that are going to help propel you forward. That when you come out of that, you are going to feel good. You are going to feel accomplished. And you are going to feel like, hey, you know what? I learned some great things and I can keep a lot of these up. I don't want anyone getting to the end of any challenge of being like, oh my gosh, I barely survived that. Look how much weight I lost. And look how darn hungry I am. Look how sore I am. Look how much I now hate working out. That's not helping anyone. Take that time. Do your research. Ask questions and find Challenges and programs that are good for you, your mental health, your physical well-being, and that fit your schedule. A good trainer will always work within your schedule and within your parameters because at the end of the day, the whole point of this is for you to be your best self, get healthy, get fit, and make those lifestyle changes that are going to help you to actually live your best life and feel confident in the skin you're in. All right, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget if you are interested in my 90 day challenge or my home workout programs, my gym program, or any of my recipes, including my guide on macro calculations, don't forget you can get in touch with me, slide into my DMs on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is at justget.fit, or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at justget.fit.